Hi everyone, thanks so much for joining Jewess, the Blonde Edition, episode number six. I'm Jen. And this is Derica. And we are excited to be here on this cold, cold New York day. It is so cold, but it's sunny out. It's sunny, so at least it's like a false sense of warmth and beauty at the in the outside yeah if you just looked outside and you didn't really know how cold it was you might think it's a summer day right but as soon as you hit the window you go near it you realize it's, it's not. cold it's cold it's very cold but Derica has this really cute little electric um fake fireplace that i'm obsessed with and everybody loves in her house and it's fake but it's a real heater and, and it's it, just the illusion of fire yes and it's very cozy and you can sit there by the fake fire in our New York City apartment and drink tea and, and it, yeah you feel it's great like, it's like it's like a cabin in Vermont without the cabin and not being in Vermont but with the fireplace it's amazing that's what i want to do today just sit there i know that's watch so a movie good. have Ugh. some popcorn so nice. and just sit in front of the fireplace i i have lazy lockdown like, I, I'm, I'm the queen of lazy. I think I'm good. I'm good at cold, lazy days. Well, it's um, not hard to do here. No, it's not. Um, so we're excited to podcast with you today. We have some great topics to discuss. Right, Jen? Yeah, and some of these topics are actually inspired by friends and also um, given as suggestions by friends. So I'm excited to talk about these other topics because um, it's always great to get some feedback from the people in our lives. So the very first topic we are going to talk about, which was inspired by one of my friends who told me about this, is a concept called submarining. And what is that, Jen? What does submarining mean? Well, besides the device that goes down below in the ocean, <laughs> there is an activity or a an act that an individual does um, that's not quite ghosting, which I'm sure everybody on uh, listening to the podcast know, which is you meet with someone, you have somewhat of a relationship with them, and then they just disappear in thin air, like poof, they're gone. Poof. Submarining is where they're there, and then they dive under the water, under the ocean, and they're down there doing some kind of research, and who knows how long that research is going to be. Um, they're studying octopus, uh, octopi or whatever, and algae and all that good stuff, and then you don't even know where they went. They didn't <coughs> tell you. It must have been some secret mission. They don't tell you yeah. about it. Then they disappear, and then out of nowhere, they come to the surface, and they say, hey, how's it going? And it's like, it's like they were never gone. You know what that reminds me of? Puxatani, whatever his name is, Puxatani Phil, Groundhog's Day. Oh, Groundhog Day. So he was, he was down below, and then he saw his shadow, and he came up, and he went back down for six more weeks of winter. Right. So like, it's kind of like a gopher, too, or something. Right. And I just wonder if these guys have like a little calendar, you know, just like they do in prison, where they put the X next to the day, and they say, okay, on this day is when I, when I come to the surface and say hi to that person again or if it's just like they just wing it they're just like you know today today's the day i'm gonna i'm gonna resurface and say hi to the person i'm talking to yeah i wish guys wouldn't do that i feel like it's happened to me and it's happened to so many of my friends and one of my friends would send me a message and say look who came to the surface <laughs> what are they doing are they working or maybe they're no. dating other people yeah and then 
they've stopped. So they've stopped dating that person. So they reemerge and see what's going on in the right. Here's the thing, like, I don't want to marry a scuba diver. It's a dangerous profession, unless they're, like, an oyster, uh, you know, pearl diver. Um, Personally, I don't want them to have much skill in the submarining uh, arena, but that's just me. Yeah. Some women might be used to it. Um, They might like that because maybe it gives them an opportunity to talk to other people, and then, oh, look, this guy never actually went away. He's still there, but he's hidden somewhere. He's on the hook. On the hook. Yeah, we talked about that before. Yeah, he's just kind of there. Yeah, not cool, guys. No, not cool. So if, um, and you might not even be realizing you're doing this, but deep down I think you know it's not the right thing to do. And it really doesn't set the tone for the beginning of a, of a good relationship with communication, especially if they disappear and then reemerge and then disappear again. So don't do it. Not nice. Submarining. Yeah. Good, good term, Man, though. Good term. Yeah, I really like that term. Never yeah. heard it before. No. I wonder what they do down there. Maybe we should get a guy on mm-hmm. the show, and we should oh, ask Oh, we should ask them. what they do, what research mission they're on. Yeah, what do you do when you disappear? They're just watching Netflix down there. You think so? They're yeah, Netflix and chilling? Like they're, like, binging a narco or something. Mm, I see. Yeah, and they're just eating Doritos. Doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, we we should get a guy on there and ask them why okay. the submarine. We have I we have a lot of questions for guys in the uh, in the greater audience out there. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so what's the next topic? Okay, so Derica, the next topic, and I actually I'm really excited to talk about this one because I think that this is something that has affected everybody at some point in their life, and and we wonder about whether or not this is the right thing to do. So basically, the next topic is. Is hanging out with the wrong guy draining and can it sabotage future relationships? Hell to the yes. Hell to the yes. So I actually know someone in this situation mm-hmm. who is is dating someone, like they're in a relationship. They are in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, mm-hmm. I guess. It's new, but also hanging out with somebody who is an ex. Oh, wait, so they're, hold up, back back the train up. So they are in a new relationship with someone. Yep. But at the same time, they're still seeing their ex. Right, but they're just friends now. The ex and, and this person are just friends. Yeah. So they say. So they, no, they are. They really are. Mm. Like, they're not hooking up. Okay. I, I, I know, it's totally legit. Well, but I think there's still emotional attachment. Well, but that's a, and you're always judging because the new relationship is new. Right. You're comparing. And I think you're comparing. I remember when my husband and I, um, we weren't together <laughs> and I was trying to date other people. I would always compare everyone to him. I think it's natural for people to yeah, compare. Yeah, it is. It is. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, this guy's nice, but he's not like this. Like, right. He would do this for me, and this guy's not doing that. Right. And I wasn't even with my husband slash ex-boyfriend, I guess, <laughs> at the time. So, Actually, isn't everybody's husband their ex-boyfriend? Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yep. Yep. So I can't imagine actually being, like, it's really hard because you're always comparing. That's true. So I think if the person, if it's not working out and you've decided to end things, either he ghosted, mm-hmm. either he's down on a research mission for submarine. <laughs> right, watching Narcos. And watching Narcos, eating a bag of Doritos, which sounds really good. Um, <laughs> just 
don't because you're going to compare. And if something goes wrong and if something's not perfect with your new relationship or the new guy you're talking to, you're going to instantly compare. Right. And it's just comfortable with your ex. Right. So my experience with this, and I've been in this situation a few times, is is when I'm hanging out with someone and I figured out pretty quickly that they're not the right person for me. I go through this kind of moral dilemma. Um, I enjoy spending time with them, but I know they're not the right person. So, and I've talked to other friends like this and they say, and this also happens to me, is when you're hanging out with them at the time, it's fine. Although there's always like some little voice in the back of my head that says, you really shouldn't be hanging out with them. But after the fact, after I hang out with them, I don't really feel so good about the situation and it doesn't right. make me happier. So you might want to hang out with someone so you're not alone at the time. But long term, I think it really does have an emotional toll on you, even if you know that that's not the right person. Because I believe if you hang out with them, mm-hmm. even though you've decided it's not going to work out. Right. Deep down, you want to feel wanted. You do want to feel wanted. And you want them to make this grand gesture. Yeah. To say something along the lines of, I know we decided not to work out, but <laughs> you're just so amazing. Right. What can I do? I know. And they, they never do it. No, they never do they it. They never do it, so you're disappointed because there's no grand gesture. Right. And there's nothing. Right. So for those of you that have listened to the previous podcast, everyone, I mentioned someone by the name of Lazy Brooklyn, we call him LB for short. And just as a LB, recap, LB, woo woo. Yeah, just as a recap, um, LB not in the house. Not in the house. Um, we call <laughs> we call him Lazy Brooklyn because he was lazy in every aspect of his life. And I got to the point where I knew that I could continue hanging out with him, but my question to myself was, is this a good idea? And I knew it wasn't a good idea. I 100% knew it wasn't good. All my friends said, not a good idea. Even though I said, well, what if I just keep them around until I meet somebody else? It's just... It a just, backup. A ba- yeah. It just doesn't work. Mm-mm. Because at the end of the day, and especially for me, I, I get very emotionally attached, even if it's the wrong person. Because when you spend time with someone, you just get those the pheromones and the imprinting you know like and ducks feelings <laughs> and you're keep you, you keep making memories with this you, person yeah you do you're like oh remember when we did this remember right. when we did that yeah and then everywhere you go think oh this is the place where we got coffee right this is the place where we saw a movie right and then it becomes like a haunting of everything that you've done and what could never be right man you know, i'm depressing that's really depressing Derica. i think i need some popcorn yeah i think you did <laughs> <laughs> um anyways i'm gonna go cry in the corner right oh, now <laughs> no i've been there like it's 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 hard yeah it's just like and it's so funny because every time i end up in this situation it's the same damn situation and it's always like huh what should i do every single time and it's like i already know the answer to this sat question cut off all ties. Right. But it's just easier said than done because, you know, you already kind of have some history with this person. You've already had some fun times together and then you try to forget about all the other crap that's there. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't work in the end. And if a friend ever asked me, should they just continue to hang out with this person until they meet somebody else? I always tell them no. So I just need to listen to my own advice. Practice what you preach, girl. I know. It's really hard, but I really have to. It's hard. Yeah. Because then it doesn't open you up for other people. Yeah. That's the other thing. Derek, I'm glad you brought that up. The other thing is that if you're like with this 
person and it's a pseudo relationship people on the outside don't know unless they're your friend they don't know it's a pseudo relationship right so if another guy sees you with this person at an event at a dinner whatever they're gonna assume you're with this guy and they're not gonna ask you out right and that could you're be cock blocking yourself you really are yeah so you're inhibiting yourself from being potentially with the right person by being with the wrong person yep Wow, we're so wise. So insightful. I'm impressed with us. I deserve a big thing of popcorn. Yes, you do. With <laughs> butter? Yeah. You like it with butter? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done the caramel one with like I'm the... I'm not so into the caramel. Oh my God, it's just the most... I layer the butter at the movie theater. I used to do that. You do? But Phil doesn't... Phil doesn't my husband doesn't like the butter. It's just this, like a gross color. I know. He, and it's just chemicals, right? It's not it's, really butter. It's so good. That's what I told him. I said, don't worry. It's not real butter. He's like, does it tolerate? I said, it's all these chemicals. You're fine. Right. I wonder what they actually put in it because why is it that color? I mean, I it tastes know. good, but why is it that so color? So good. Hmm. Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Jen is, you're trying to practice what you preach right now. I'm trying to practice what I preach and it's really hard. It's almost like every day I have to wake up and make the conscious decision to make the right choice for myself, which is super adulting. So speaking of making the right choice for yourself, mm, yes. one of the things that's adulting is just to get out there. I agree. And there was um, a simcha in our community. There was a bris that we went to. Right. And for bris, for all of you out there, if you don't know, which you definitely should know if you watch Seinfeld or anything, it's <laughs> when a little baby boy... Um, has the wonderful experience of snip, snip. Snip, snip, <laughs> circumcision, eight yeah. days, right? Yeah. Eight days? Eight days, yeah. And um, it was a beautiful simcha. The whole community was there, and I told you, you know, she's new to the community. Yeah. I said, come, it'll be so fun. So, this, yeah, so last night, Derek, we were at a bar with Derek and her husband, and we're sitting there watching the football playoffs. And out of nowhere, Derek is like, hey, Jen, you should come to this bris. And that was kind of out of left field, but I said, you know what? There's going to be food. I'll be there. Yeah. And the rabbi's young. Yeah. So I said there should be a lot of guys there. So we went. Um, so my husband and I were, there was tons of locks. It was great. Oh, anyway. yeah. Smoked salmon all mm. the way. Yeah. So we're sitting there, and my husband and I, my husband can pick up anybody. He's good at it. He's Very really good. a fantastic yeah. networker. Yeah. So he's sitting there talking to this guy, single guy, lives on the Upper West Side, is from Philly. See, I didn't even know that. He was talking to him for, for about 10 minutes. Are you serious? And he, because then finally Phil asks him, he goes, oh, are we in your way? Are you holding this chair for your wife? No, wait, Phil did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, no, I'm totally single. And Phil goes, oh, I have tons of single friends. You know, we can hook you up, whatever. So was he interested in being hooked up? I don't know. He was weird. He wasn't. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't new flash. Grasp, he wasn't um, taking the bait. So I was like, Jen, get over here, because it would have been so great if right. I said, oh, here's my friend Jen. Right. Whatever. He got up, and he left, and he was, we tried to reintroduce them, but he just. He didn't look super happy to be there. Maybe it was reminding him of his own breasts years ago. Maybe it was like yeah. PTSD. Or maybe he was just, I don't know. He wasn't. We were trying, because you sat in his chair. I did, we, but... But we were trying to reintroduce them. They're like, oh, and you were like, no, you can sit. Right, right. But so he was didn't like, even, oh, you can sit. Right. And it was obvious that we were trying to he get you to the talk. He was very deliberate with turning his back and walking, not even, like, looking back. Yeah. Very insulting, Derica. actually. Hard, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's in a situation. 
When he says maybe single, he's in a situation. Maybe he's submarining somebody. Yeah, maybe he's submarining. Or gophering them. Yeah. Or yeah. But the late there were two ladies sitting across yes. from us. So that was a hashtag fail. Hashtag fail on this guy, but <coughs> we're not done yet. No. So Jen's sitting there, and um, there were these two <laughs> older women, Yentas, sitting across yeah. the, the table from us, who I guess do matchmaking, and uh, they they were asking they were asking all about my family and all sorts of stuff, and but they were asking about your family first. Yeah. Oh, okay. They were asking about you, and well. I just want to say the way that they went about it, I feel like I was being poached because they were like, oh they were like, like, they were like sharks in the water looking for blood. They're both sitting there and I'm eating my, you know, my French toast and drinking my <coughs> coffee. And then they, I see them over there and they're looking at me and they're like, you, you look very young. I said, yeah. oh, thanks. Single? Uh, yeah. And they're like, are you single? It's like, yeah. Like, and then they're like you. rubbing their fingers together, like, hmm, yeah. What can we do with her? <laughs> and I was, and they were like, "You, you must they're find." Like, us. How old are you? Yeah, and they're like, "You must find us on Facebook. We do these events." Yeah. Um, and you know, it was kind of funny because I was totally. I mean, I've been, I've been in these situations before with other older women <laughs> asking me <laughs> these questions, so it's not completely nuanced to me. But it was just. It's just kind of amusing because you're sitting at a brisk, but there's always ulterior motives for everything. Like, we're always, as Jews, networking in every situation. Yeah. So maybe you didn't meet Herba Sherit at the brisk. Right. We did try to set you up with a guy, but he was a little well, he, rude. Yeah, rude. And then, but you did find a shachan. Yeah, the matchmaker. Matchmaker. So maybe maybe something will come with that. Sounds like she does Shabbatones and yeah. big events. But, like, apparently they do them in Brooklyn and Woodmere. And That's where you got to go. I know, but it just seems boring. Well, I but mean, you know. Go. You got to go out. You got to. Right. So my, you should be going to events, events, events. That's true. Just go, go, go. Eventually you'll meet somebody. You just got to keep going. That's true. Although I do have to say that it wasn't a total fail because I was sitting next to a very nice young gentleman um, oh, yeah. Right. The best guy. He was adorable. He had... He was great, younger. A little bit younger. He had great style. <coughs> a great smile. Very personable. He told me he was about three years old. And I think him and I hit it off because he pointed to Derricka's wedding ring. And he said, what is that? And I said, oh, my goodness. That is a great question. That little man is a diamond ring. When you ask your wife to marry you, you are going to get her a big diamond ring. And you know what? He said, okay, I'm going to do it. I was like, already. He is starting off on the right foot. Good man. Yeah, so I enjoyed talking to him. So, and we enjoyed talking to you today. We sure did. So, this is us signing off. And we have more to come, more advice, more tips. Please let us know your troubles because we'll include them in the show as well. So everyone, have a great day. Enjoy your cold January. And Jewess is out. Stay warm, guys. Bye.